And now, live from the middle of Robin Hood country, here's Paul B. Edwards with a minor sapling and Tony Hearn with a major oak. It's Punky. This is Punky. This is Punky. Gooper, gooper. Heck, Tollo. Well done, you found Punky Radio. My name's Paul B. Edwards. My name's Tony Hearn. And this is Alberto Elostrios Paranoias. Fuck you. to Guana Bats underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job. The Bez is week, Tony. That's okay. That was Alberto Elos Trio. I, I got them wrong to start with. Alberto Elos Trio Paranoias, the track called Fuck You. That is taken from a new, not quite out yet, I don't think, Cherry Red compilation that we did mention the other week called Keep It Control, which is a three CD or a download release of independent music from Manchester from... 1977 to 1981 but it doesn't tell the full story about this first track because Alberto Illustrio Paranoias started off as a result of seeing a billboard ad for a a relatively well-known South American band called something like Alberto Illustrio Paraguayas or something and they thought it was dead funny so they called themselves that in 1973 they started off as a well, well, I'd call it a comedy rock band, really. Okay. Except the music was so good that the bands that they were parodying and the bands they were taking the mick out of, their fans really liked the music. So as time went on, they reached the point where, and I have just Googled this, I didn't know this, but I just found this out, it's brilliant. 
1979, they brought out an electronic parody that became one of Frank Zappa's favorite ever songs. <laughs> like, quite oh, nice. So anyway, this one was where they took the mickey out of punk, but they did such a good job that it became a decent punk song, and it belongs on this independent music compilation from Cherry Red, as does the rest of the show, bar one track. We are celebrating this and doing a slightly different show to usual. I will explain why later on, but I do have... Now, I haven't got a lot of websites this week, and I don't have one for Alberto Elos Trio Paranoias. But if you Google Alberto Elos Trio Paranoias, you will find out about them. There's lots of stuff about them. It just isn't a central thing that they're doing themselves. Um, as I say, I have some additional material for you. Um, this, we're back on form with Jeff. If you have a joke or poem for me, please do email paulieb at punkyradio.com. Title your email, comedy suburbs if it's a joke, and poetry corner if it's a poem. Let's hear Jeff's thing. So proud of myself for that. He's excellent. So proud of myself. Jeff says, My neighbour's wife left him last week. She said she was going out for milk and never came back. I asked him how he was coping. He said, not bad. I've been using some of that powdered stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, P.S., when you have a fat friend, there are no seesaws, only catapults. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice one, Jeff. If you can do as well as that, email paulieb at punkyradio.com. Let's hear his thing again. Stupidly proud of that. It's good. Two good. songs in a row. Two songs in a row. Stay tuned for IQ Zero, who I will be able to tell you a little bit about shortly. First, a man called The Hoax. Now, couldn't find much out about them. And I say, all of these bands feature on the new Cherry Red box set, Keeper Control, Independent Music Manchester Centre in 81. And there is some information about each band in that box set they don't kind of keep it there's a paragraph about them but I try and find stuff that you will go and look for yourself so that's why there's nothing so I can't find much out about the hoax except that judging by a little bit of research I did I've got a feeling they might just have played Manchester Punk Festival so I don't know whether they've got back together they kept going or whatever but there was certainly a band on at Manchester Punk Festival I think it's unlikely there would be another band called The Hoax that's all that was um, I'll say that we better hear it now Um, stay tuned for IQ Zero is what I'm going to say this is Stormtrooper
pigskin bus. Insects. Insects. Everybody kills insects. to The Roots underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job in the beds this week, Tony. That's okay. That was IQ Zero and a track called Insects, as if you didn't guess by that brilliant opening to it. IQ Zero, have a website, Tony. What is it? IQZero.com IQZeroBand.com I then Q then Zero Band.com Pull the Insect One, Tony. Now, another Manchester early independent band who it looks for all the world like they're still going which is brilliant um, if I have got the right band I do realise there might be other bands called IQ Zero but these ones appear to be those ones if that makes sense yes so check out the website if it's wrong I apologise um, have you got any Facebook comments? Uh, kind of so it's kind of time for Facebook Facebook tra la 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 Facebook I'll never tire of that. No. Frankie Boyle, well, I'm intrigued. In fact, you can colour me intrigued. Are you intrigued? Uh, yes, so don't forget to visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash punky radio. Like the page, leave us a comment, do get in touch. Now, we haven't got any Facebook comments this week, but we did talk probably last week about what we could do instead for... It might have been the week before, I reckon. It might have been the week before. uh, What we could do for a Manchester uh, special. So we've got... What I've got is some of the Manchester's favourite son, Liam Gallagher. Um, I've got some of his... My my favourite tweets of his. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) Um, But, you know, just... So so this is really... Twitter, Twitter. Wow, 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 wow. In the sunshine. (laughs) Yes, pretty much. 
Um, to preface it, I've got a quote from Noel about his brother who says, uh, he's, the ang- he's the angriest man you'll ever meet. He's like a man with a fork in a world of soup. <laughs> just tend to sum up the, the Gallagher. Um, so these are the three favorite ones. First, randomness, I quite like. I feel burnt out. Help. Fish is good. No idea what happened that day, but I'm sure something was happening. Um, he does say there's only two sources worth the weight in gold. That's HP and Heinz. The rest can kiss my ass. Jesus saves Liam Gallagher. Right. Uh, he's right, of course. Um, do like he's left out Daddy's there. I'm not having it. Daddy's is the ketchup of the north. Oh, HP. HP. Oh, love a bit HP of HP. HP brown sauce. And I go HP brown sauce, but Daddy's do brown and red. Mm-hmm. Don't they? And I think Daddy's, I think lots of people, well, it's weird, isn't it? Because I would say that most of the supermarket brown sauces are Daddy's sauce derivatives, not HP sauce derivatives. Probably. I think the HP sauce is the king. Well, and it's been made on the street around the corner from right, me. Absolutely. That's where it's invented. But not too, not, I was never a big fan of the fruity. But you know, well, you know, yeah. HP fruity. I understood what they were trying to do with HP fruity sauce. In exactly the same way now that lots of real ales and micro breweries and things are trying to lager themselves up. So it kind of looks like lager, but it tastes a bit like beer. Mm. I think HP fruity sauce was trying to get uh, drag people from the ketchup end over to the brown sauce side. Could be. It used to say, when HP Fruity Sauce first happened, I did get our family, I was fascinated, and I sort of said, Mum, Mum, we have to try it. Persuaded to buy a bottle. And on the side, I remember it saying, HP Fruity Sauce, and I'm sorry I remember this, because it's from whenever it was, Mm. very late 70s or very early 80s, but I did say, uh, on the side of it, it said, HP Sauce, uh, HP Fruity Sauce, it enriches the flavours of soups, hashes, and stews. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> so that's a double super in the Facebook. And, it, and it's still there. I, I saw it yeah. in Sainsbury's the other day. Oh, yeah. I never realised it, did it? No. Uh, a couple of last ones. Uh, he's, he's got two quotes on the state of music today. He's got one. Music in the UK has been abducted by massive cunts. The end, Liam Gallagher. Uh, I agree. Fair enough. Uh, and also, as, a, as an aside to that, Kanye West, utter shit, Liam Gallagher. You see, he sometimes, you know, he is right. I also agree. And finally. And. Yeah. He likes fish sticks. He really does. <laughs> I watched the South Park um, no, I'm concert. No, I'm a game fish. No, I'm a game fish. <laughs> that was Kanye West, wasn't it? Was that Kanye yeah, West? I think so, yeah. In the South Park, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And finally, fucking hell, man. Is it me or has everyone turned into a massive cunt? Where's my bunker as I fucking was, Liam Gallagher? There you go. That's only, I that's think that's just been, Yeah, it's just been an excuse for you to say the C word. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's it, is it? That's it, yeah. So that concludes... Facebook, Facebook, tra-la-la-la-la. Facebook, Facebook, tra-la-la-la-la. In the sunshine. Nice. I'm so happy about the next song we're playing. Never thought when we started doing Punky Radio that we would be in the situation where we would be able to play recognised bands that everyone knows around the world. It was very much a small label unsigned thing at the start because of the state of music on the net. As time's gone on, that has relaxed. And here we are 
with a cherry red release, Keeper Control, independent music from 1977 and Joy Division. So happy about this. And this is the only Joy Division track on it, and it's one of my favourite ones. So the chance to play it, I was very pleased about. There is a website for Joy Division, Tony. What is it? Joydivision.com. Joydivisionofficial.com. And they've recently, I think the album this was on, I'm not absolutely sure about that, but they have recently, and by recently, recently, I mean 2019, but let's face it, the last three or four years have flown by. Mm. They've made videos for all 10 songs that are on the album no it was, was it called Guilty Pleasures it was the album that came out clearly in 83 so it's like no this one wasn't on it but anyway I'll just go and check it out because it's 2019 so it'll be 1979 shut up Paul no idea it's probably be in the internet to Tony Neal and this is digital listening to Rich Morton's sound underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job in the bed this week, Tony. That's okay. That was Joy Division and Digital. And that bass line, I bet there have been countless new or teenage or amateur or all of those things, bass players, sat in their bedrooms trying to work out that bass line. It was one of the first ones they did. And you know what? I got my bass out. 
and I just had a go myself. Right, so hopefully you can hear hear this. You might want to turn the music down for this bit, because um, this isn't music. <laughs> right, but anyway, here goes. I and I just picked this up. Here goes. Yep, three notes. Hey, well done, Joy Division. I can just about play that. From, and that's that's without a pick and Peter Hook used the pick so turns out I'm better than him right um, <laughs> <laughs> now then I wonder hmm. if you can possibly tell us if you did anything last week I can pretty much guarantee I, I, I was working uh, as previously yeah, work, mentioned I was probably working uh, and then probably the weekend I did, I did very little um, you know it's, it's it's that kind of month not, not as busy well, as it is that's, that's that but kind look, of time. I might be, yeah, I might be somewhere in America. Oh yes, but the thing is, because we recorded this show before I'd gone, I don't even know if I got on a plane. This is true. That's the thing. So I might be in America somewhere. That's why we're doing this show now because it was going to prove too difficult to do a live, up-to-date show because I didn't know where I'd be or even what week would be putting this out. Hmm. So right now, I am probably somewhere in America, and I reckon I'm probably somewhere between between Detroit and Buffalo via Cleveland, Ohio. I think I'm probably around there about now. And it's probably either very late April or very early in May. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, I'm afraid we can't be more specific than that. You know more than we do. Yep, there you go. No change there. Right, well, in that case then, should we play another song? I think we should. It's time to depart in exactly the same way that I have recently been in departures. I've only just thought of this, Tony. This shit just doesn't... It just makes itself up sometimes. It's time for a departure from Keeper Control Independent Mutual Manchester 7781, the upcoming Jay Red release, which actually, I believe, might be out by now, but then we don't know what week this is going. Oh, you'll find it out. Mm. So go to cherryred.co.uk, you'll work it out. Um, we're going to go to Edinburgh briefly. A few weeks back, I had a brief conversation with a guy called Paul Patterson, who was in a band that I call Radium Cats, but have also known as the Radium Cats. It's one of those situations, like Stray Cats, the Stray Cats, and actually Guarda Bats, the Guarda Bats, whatever. I've always called them Radium Cats. People might call them the Radium Cats. Don't really care. He is now a relatively celebrated, I would say, swing guitar player who specializes in the music of Django Reinhardt, who I didn't know a lot about. This has got nothing to do with what I'm about to say, really, except that Paul, who is a Facebook friend of mine, who I got to know many years ago, was very pleased that I did, because I bought Radium Cat's album, Other Worlds, when it came out. I absolutely loved it. I reckon it's one of the best psychobilly albums. Um, Although some people would say it's not quite psychically, it's more like, I don't know, near rockably. It's great, anyway. Hmm. He has just found a box of records he didn't know he had, including six copies of their first album and a few 12 inches. And a load of people wanted copies straight away. And I just sent him a message saying, listen, if you've got one of these things going begging, I'll take one if you're trying to get rid and he said well well the thing is that the album I'm charging 60 quid each and I said exactly give it to a fan <laughs> a really big fan right but anyway while we were there I just said how is the Django thing going he went absolutely brilliant and by the way you probably didn't know this but at least two songs on the Other Worlds album because he knows I'm a fan were inspired 
by Django Reinhardt. It's not a new thing. I would, I've been into Django Reinhardt's guitar music since I was a kid. And Martian Hop and the track we're about to play both feature licks inspired by, or possibly a little bit lifted from, Django Reinhardt. It's Radium Cat's time, Tony. Wow. Absolutely brilliant band. He formed the band with his brother and one other person, I'm afraid I don't know the name. I never knew that the two of them shared vocal duties and one would sing on one song, one would sing on the next. I just thought that sometimes the bloke would sing a bit deeper than the other times. <laughs> but I am a lunatic. Anyway, we're going to play one of the tracks that Paul sang and played lead guitar on. And it's a track from their album, Other Worlds. Because uh, I just thought, I, I thought, oh, we haven't played one by them for ages. And I remember you saying that you liked a couple of songs that we played by. You won't remember, it's years ago. No. But anyway. There's no website for Radium Cats, but there is a website for what Paul Patterson gets up to. Because it involves various different things. So what is Paul Patterson's website? PaulPatterson.com It is PaulPatterson.com, but it's spelled PaulPaterson.com because his Patterson has only got one T. P-A-U-L-P-A-T-E-R-S-O-N dot com. Tony One, Paulie B and Internet Two. And this is the quite majestic Six Feet Down.
Listen to gnarly wave underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job. The beds are returning. That's okay. That was Radium Cat's track called Six Foot Down, and you will notice by my intro and having just heard the song that yes, they did sing in their own accents, and I absolutely love it when a band sing in their own accents. So these these were Edinburgh accents you just heard, and it made the band really distinctive because even as late as when Other Worlds came out, which I think was about 1988 or 89. Um, you didn't really hear many bands at all singing in their own voices, did you? They always had a mid-Atlantic drawl or there was something they were putting on. And even with punk, and I will say the Manchester bands that we've heard that we're now back to, they would often sing in their own accents. But punk really was the first movement for me where I felt that everyone did just sing in their own accents in punk, didn't they? They just happened mm. to a lot of them be from London which yeah. is why they all sounded like that but but you've got earlier something you've got the pub rock scene you've got like bands like Dr. Feelgood and bands like was it oh, who did was it Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel who did come up and see me make me smile yeah yeah that's Cockney yeah. Rebel wasn't it yeah. yeah so there were some from the 70s onwards that very much sang in their own accents and anyway I really enjoy that song I think it's absolutely brilliant and thanks to Paul for the recent chat um, have you got any gigs for us yes Wow, so it's time for, and I'm playing it straight, Tony. I'm still playing it straight. Tony's International Gig Guide. La 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 la. Hey. You yeah. can muck about it however you want, but I am staying loyal to the original. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for your gigs. If you do have a gig for me, do email me tony at punkyasia.com. I want to know who's playing. Where are they playing? How much is it to watch them play? Uh, it is a simple. Uh, let me know your gigs it is international doesn't have to be in the UK doesn't even have to be now um, no. and that's what's happening now so yeah so again because we are back in time we don't know where we are uh, we did say we'd, we'd talk about a classic Manchester gig that you know far more than I do but apparently is one of the most famous gigs ever made uh, that everyone was went to when not, not everyone could have gone to one of those yeah, yeah I'm sure you were there but you weren't yeah. there um and most articles I could find that were talking about it are talking about that phenomenon, really. But I did find uh, a, a review by Morrissey. Oh, did you really? Yeah, right, brilliant. So apparently he was there, 17 year old Morrissey. And he well, wrote a not only it, there was someone else famous there that we will be coming on to. Excellent. You're going to like a lot. So, this is what Morrissey had to say. He says, I penned this epistle after witnessing the infamous Sex Pistols in concert at the Manchester Lesser Free Trade Hall. The bumptious pistols in jumble sale attire had those few that attended dancing in the aisles despite the discordant music and barely audible and audacious lyrics. And they were called back with two encores. The pistols boast having no inspiration from the New York slash Manhattan rock scene, yet this set includes I'm Not Your Stepping Stone, a number believed to be done almost to perfection by the Heartbreakers on any sleazy New York night, and the pistols' vocalist exhibitionist Johnny Rotten's attitude and self-asserted lovers or leavers approach can be compared to both Iggy Pop and David Johansson in the heyday. 
Not to mention the fact that the Pistols manager is the legendary Malcolm McLaren, who has close connections with the New York Dolls. The Sex Pistols are very New York, and it's nice to see that the British have produced a band capable of producing atmosphere created by the New York Dolls and the many imitators. Even though it may be too late, I'd love to see the Pistols make it. Maybe then they'll be able to afford some clothes, which don't know though they've been <laughs> slept in. Steve Morrissey, Stratford, Manchester. <clears throat> That's fantastic, isn't it? He knew his music. He loved his music. I think I've said before, Morrissey, I think, set up the the original UK Cramps fan club. Oh. And he had a quiff. He did? He just sang like he was at a wake. (laughs) He did. And then he, he got some vaguely dodgy opinions in recent years. But fantastic. Uh, bloke to be there there were other people at that gig including Buzzcocks who went away and formed the Buzzcocks didn't they there was yeah. all sorts of stuff going on at that, that gig but you're right um, even Morrissey said that it was sparsely attended or something yeah I think 40 yeah, people were upwards of, I think yeah but there were upwards of 30,000 Manx claimed to have been there that night yeah yeah. These things happen. Well, so, yeah. that's an that's an excellent piece of work, Tony. Thank you very much. And worth you all looking into. If you're not familiar with the gig, I think it was the Manchester Free Trade Hall, wasn't it? And it in, was in yeah. 1976. And if you look online, and, there's, um, there's some recordings of it as well, just audio. But um, there's a cracking yeah. version submission which did, did take me back to the early days oh, when I found right. out. Yeah. Well, well, though, the only thing I'd say about that that gig is that punk was very much a London thing. And after that gig, Manchester tried to make out that invented it. There you go. <laughs> True. That's never happened before. But anyway, we're loving Manchester this week, so it doesn't matter. Is that it, by the way? That's it, yep. So that concludes Tony's International, International Geek Guide. Fala la la. I did a little burp at the end of that. I just right. I can't stay faithful to anything for long. That sounds terrible. Right. Now we're back to Manchester in full flow for the rest of the show. Four tracks left to play from Keeping Control Independent Music of Manchester, 1977 to 81, which if it's not out now is about to be. And the next band up are The Leaguers, Tony. And I can find out nothing about them other than they're a Manchester punk band. And I think this song came out in 1980. Okay. That's it. So it will remain Paulie B and Internet 2, Tony 1. This is The Leaguers recorded or live.
listen to the spy tones underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job the beds this week, Tony. That's okay. That was the Liggers recorded or live, and I'm afraid that's pretty much the extent of the information I have about that, other than it's on the new Shayred compilation, Keeping Control. Make sure you get hold of it if you can do. Um, are you doing anything this week? You got any idea at all? Or no? Mm, no. Uh, it's, pop- uh, it's either late April and I'm doing work, or it's very early May and I'm probably still doing work. We have well, no thing is, going on it, brand-wise. So. Yeah, but if it's very early May, you might have to, you might be having to do extra work because you just said May Day, and you've, got, you've only got a four-day week to it's true it's full of it isn't it I've got two four day weeks in April we've got two um, four day weeks in May what are you going to do just never do any work do we no well, well I do I think you spend so much time talking about it that might might be half the problem maybe yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no idea. I don't know what I'm doing either nah I have to say I'm probably in America somewhere but I don't even know if I've got on the plane so I can't really say any more than that and what we're definitely are going to do is put this show out when it should be going out, regardless of whether we actually don't need to or not. There could have been some crisis. I may not have gotten the plane. I might be having such a good time in the States. I might have gone AWOL. I might have died. Who knows? You don't know. Don't know. Don't know. I, I shouldn't have got married by now, although I did once come close to an instant marriage in Miller's Island on the outskirts of Baltimore. But that's a story for another day. Um, so we might as well just talk about the next two songs. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned for a band called The Frantic Elevators, Tony. I'm going to give you three guesses as to who their lead singer is or was without you Googling it. Can you do that? Uh, You don't need to do it now. You do it after after you've heard it. Okay. But you don't... Actually, once you've heard it, it won't help. But anyway, they're a Manchester band. Okay. Right. The Frantic Elevator. You'll be hearing with them shortly. But first, the Nosebleeds, or rather, are they Ed Banger and the Nosebleeds? Because there's various bands with Nosebleeds in them, like there's that band from Leeds, Nosebleed, that we played a couple of times, who were fantastic. But the Nosebleeds, or Ed Banger and the Nosebleeds, appear to still be doing gigs. And uh, you can find out more about them by going to their Facebook page, which is... Facebook.com forward slash The Nosebleeds. Nearly. Facebook.com forward slash profile.php question mark ID equals one nine... No, no, one zero 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 nine six three three zero one seven seven three five two zero. Why is that tone? Yeah, say do for you. I love that. Yeah, say do for you, URL. But to be honest to them, they were going in the late 70s, early 80s. There wasn't really an internet then. We can excuse them. Fair enough. All of the internet three, Tony One. This is the Nosebleeds, fascist pig.
Knockery. She doesn't really care any old way And I'm having a good time ringing bells 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 bells. I feel like you're just packing up to that I don't know what to say She doesn't really care Any old way And I'm having a good time ringing bells Having a good time ringing bells Having a good time ringing bells Having a good time ringing listening to 50 foot combo underneath us right now thanks for doing such a great job on the beds this week Tony that's okay now I understand that you might be really boring but you are prepared <laughs> which really made me laugh because actually you're not really boring Tony you are a mystery wrapped in an enigma thank you very but much thank you very much for preparing this bit we're about to talk about that's right. but first of all we have to deal with the band you just heard the frantic elevators hunchback of Notre Dame he's having some fun ringing them bells he's having lots of fun ringing them bells right you got three goes who was the lead singer of the frantic oh I will say as well there is a website for the frantic elevators what is it the frantic elevators.com frantic dot band simple as that frantic dot band probably the internet for Tony Wont you know what I might have to play man- more Manchester stuff mm. um, so you got three goes the lead singer don't of the frantic elevators. Not, not sure. Morrissey, maybe that's a no. No, okay. not Morrissey. Pete Shelley, not Pete Shelley. You got one guy left. Uh, Marky Smith. Marky Smith would have been a great shout, Tony. But as I'm about to read to you, the lead singer of the frantic elevators was. Listen to this. Taken straight from the internet. Here is something official from their own website, and it says. In a world before Simply Red... No. ...there existed a post-punk band called the Frantic Elevators, spurred on by the Sex Pistols concert at the Free Trade Hall in Manchester in 1976. A young Mick Hucknell put together a band that would release four singles. Holding How about that? Years. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. Thanks for ringing them bells, but I'm not some ringing them bells. He does actually say, I can't help being an ugly oaf in the song. <laughs> but yeah, Mick Hucknell was also at that gig watching. So we know that Morrissey and Mick Hucknell watching that gig. We think Pete Shelley was at the gig. We think, what's his name from television? Howard Devoto that was in Buzzard Start With was at that gig. Never mind the bands that were on at that gig as well. It was like there was just 
the future of independent Manchester music was at that gig. Mm. And simply read, once did a good song. That's all we need to know. The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Mick Hucknall, you have not redeemed yourself, but I would now simply shoot you rather than giving you a painful death that you had in mind. <laughs> is that fair? It's fair enough. It is. Now then, have you got twat? I do. Well, let's hear that thing. Shiny elbows. Dirty knees. Managed to tag dimension. <laughs> Holding back the ears. Ah! Oh! Ah! Oh! Ah! 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 Thanks for your track nominations. If you don't have a track for me, <laughs> do email me. Tony at punkyradio.com. Uh, I want to know the track's name, ooh, where they're from, and a reason for nomination. Um, yeah, thanks for your tracks. Uh, do let me know. So, again, because we're doing a Manchester special, um, I have scoured for a Manchester-related twat. Um, this is from the Manchester Evening News. Brilliant. I can't remember when it was, but uh, it, it, did it, already. Make, it did make me smile. Emily Ross ordered a 12-inch barbecue chicken pizza and a kebab whilst walking home from a night out on Saturday night. Bit greedy. The absolutely mortal 24-year-old says she intended to pay for the food by cash but instead fell asleep before the pizza arrived just before 1.30am. Emily claims when she woke up the following morning she picked up her phone to call the takeaway and offered to pay but instead she found an angry 14-second voicemail berating her for not answering the door. The potty mouth driver left a voicemail saying, This is Pasha Pizza. You're not answering your fucking motherfucking phone. Do not call oh my dear. shop anymore, bastard, stupid fucker. <laughs> um, luckily, bastard, stupid fucker. And luckily, the stay at home mum of one saw the phone inside of the shocking rant and posted the recording on social media, which racked up 10,000 shares. So Brilliant. The pizza spoke to me and said, We are aware of the presence of the voicemail. Unfortunately, this was our driver and he has been since been fired. Oh no, that's awful. You shouldn't get sacked for someone not letting you give them their pizza. Well, this is the thing. It says, it's going to say, the lady in question called the shop at 12.31am, uh, 30 minutes after closing hours, and begged us to take her order. We kindly agreed and kept five of our staff members working after they were ready to go. We switched the equipment back on and made her order. However, when our driver arrived at her home, there were people inside the home and he could hear them clearly laughing. He kept knocking, but no one answered the door. Shocking. Uh, He then came back to the store and called the customer again, just in case they'd given the wrong address. Again, there was no answer. They tried to contact until 1.27am. The driver then lost his temper and unfortunately left an angry voicemail. So, shouldn't have been sacked. Shouldn't have been sacked. And, in fact, and there's only one twat in this story and it ain't the driver. Um, so I'm saying Emily Ross should be twatted for this because not, it's not the driver's fault. I mean, she was clearly a bit of a twat. I absolutely do think she deserves a complete twatting because the fact she shared it on social media is the problem with the world. Look! As a result of my terrible actions, what someone said. Oh, look at that terrible person for saying that. How dare they? Oh, you poor thing. Do you need counselling? You okay, hon? <laughs> exactly. So, bullshit, isn't it? It's, it, it is bullshit. So for ordering a late night takeaway uh, and then falling asleep before it arrived, Emily Ross from Manchester <gasps> is, is a, a twat. twat. 
But you should have said that, and then sharing the voicemail from the angry driver on social media, like the little fuck face you are. You I also think that the guy who runs the pizza place completely, completely overreacted. The driver was well within his rights to say what he did. And actually, we shouldn't all be so paranoid about brilliant customer service. If you've been a dick, the firm you've been a dick to should be able to say to you, you've been a dick. Some of my favorite I don't think that's unfair. No, some of my favorite things are that are when these places do bite back. These the the, the shitty yeah. reviews that people leave and when the owner leaves a, a, a even shitty review back. I, yeah. I, I I've got a bit a bit of kudos for that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So there were two sets of bad behavior here and only one set of good behavior and that answer phone message sounds amazing. Exactly. Right, let's do the thing again. Shiny elbows. Shiny elbows indeed. Oh, you didn't even go with dirty knees. Amazing. Um, One last track this week from Keeping Control. Independent music from Manchester 7781. We haven't saved the best till last. We played the Buzzcocks a couple of times recently, but we're only going to go and play them again. It's Mm. the opening track on this compilation, uh, this three CD box set, download, whatever you want to call it. And again, it's one that when we started doing Punky Radio, this is one of the songs I had in mind for one of the first ones we could ever play, but then we couldn't because we didn't think we had the rights to play it and all that sort of thing. And we went through 10 or 15 years of all this stuff. And now everyone seems to play what they want within reason. Anyway, this is such a great song. And really, I first heard this when I got the Buzzcocks album Singles Going Steady when I was 15 or 16 when all I really knew was, um, at the time, ever fallen in love, and what do I get? Mm. So when I suddenly heard this, I thought, oh my God, I better turn this down. If mum hears this, I'll be in real trouble. Yeah. It's Buzzcocks, Tony. What is Buzzcocks' website? (laughs) Buzzcocks.com. Yes, it is. Oh, yes. Buzzcocks.com. Tony 2, probably be an internet more. And this is... Orgasm addicts. Well, you tried it just for once, found it all right for kicks. But now you find out that it's a habit that sticks and you're an orgasm addict. You're an orgasm addict. Sneaking in the back door with dirty magazines. So your mother wants to know what all the stains on the jeans. And you're an orgasm addict. You're an orgasm addict. You're getting assault, but you still keep a beat and you meet to pulp and you're all gasmatic. You're all gasmatic. You're Kikasanova, you're no Joseph Pizza. Live on a fucking yourself to death. All gasmatic. You're all gasmatic. Yeah. 
Well, that's about the size of it for this week's show. I hope you've enjoyed it. As we say, I don't really know where I am right now. And Tony's probably been working. But in the meantime... Uh, maybe you could just mention one or two ways people can listen to this show yeah don't forget to visit that website punkyfreeager.com later show on the front page various uh, things you can do on there do check it out uh, you can find us online various stations like padunkradio.com radioandro.se and radiofolkston.com if you're down with a fine you can slow over you are you can find us on Spotify search for punky uh, in the podcast section and even works in Iron Mike's car of course which is in Audi Arabia. Sorry, I'm in America. I forgot about that. That's right. There's always a delay on the line with that one. In that country. <laughs> uh, and finally, if you do have uh, an Amazon, Amazon Music, or, uh, you can find us on there. If you've got an Alexa, you can get the uh, Punky Radio skill. Many thanks to Pocket as always for that. Get it on the skill store. Uh, you can teach her a thing or two, and then she'll teach you a thing or two. And there you go. I'll teach you a thing or two. Yeah. I actually couldn't teach you a thing or two other than things like who was the lead singer in the Frantic Elevators that's about the extent of what I can do for you these days something got me started (laughs) is that another I think so (laughs) well the thing is I can only think of two then you did that other one and and now you're telling me you had four that's as many hit singles CB Red had as singles brought out by the Frantic Elevators Mick you should have given up while you were ahead you're damn right I'm somewhere, you're doing something. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I'm going. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a damn? Yeah. Call off the wired. Just turn this bass down for a minute, time. Turn the music down. I've got just just do something very quickly. Right. Here he goes. Oh no. Right. Piece of piss. Say goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Tony. A poog, a poog. Don't you cunt, yeah!